Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running a record label. And you know what? We talk about all these little things. Um, Sometimes we talk about big philosophical um, topics about running a record label because I think those are important to cover. And other times we talk about just some more practical things, some things on the tech side or on the marketing and promotion side. We're going to be talking today about email marketing. And I want to, this is going to be a short episode because I just want to kind of pitch to you why it's important. And and we're going to do so much more on the topic of email marketing over the next couple of months. Um, and I really want to dive into it. I've, I've heard from so many people, not just in our industry, but in other industries, and I've been reading a lot about it still, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, email marketing is, is incredibly powerful and it's incredibly important and it's so easily overlooked. And so that's really what we're going to focus on in the future. But I, just today, I'm going to pitch to you why you should consider email marketing for your record label, why it's important to set it up for your artists and why it's important to set it up for you as a label. Um, So I'm just going to pitch why you should do it. The how is something we talk about in our marketing course. You can check that out at otherrecordlabels.com. Um, but, and, and, and more of the, how we're going to dive into later. If you don't believe me, you can talk to some big labels, but I know that, um, email marketing is really important. So we're going to dive into that email marketing for me. And, and as I was going over this topic, um, I was on a walk the other day and I was just thinking about it and I find it so interesting because most people aren't interested in it. That's why I wanted to talk about this today is because it's so fascinating to me that such an old technology and it's old, like, you know, I'm pretty sure it's in my lifetime, certainly popular in my lifetime, but it's not trendy. It's not uh, as exciting as whatever the new social media platform is. It's just this like basic thing. It's like the replacement of the telephone. Um, but it's, it's to me, that's what makes it so interesting is that it's so powerful. And I find it so interesting because it's still overlooked. Um, for a lot of people, it's hugely undervalued. Uh, like 25 years later, it's un- still undervalued. And I think that's crazy. Okay, three th- three things. Why is it important? Uh, number one, it's an intimate connection with your audience. And this is something that you really don't think about, but we as email receivers uh, know this to be true that there is something different about getting an email versus an Instagram post, right? An Instagram post, you quickly scroll through hundreds of them within an hour with your thumb. On Facebook, you're desensitized to ignore it. On Twitter, you literally miss things all the time. Whereas email, it's a much more intimate connection. It comes right into your computer, right onto your phone or both. You may even get a ding when it happens. Um, Even if it goes to junk mail, and I'll talk about this in a minute, that the junk mail, I still check my junk mail quite a lot. So there's a a much more intimate connection that's happening. I don't know what's going on psychologically, but we definitely value email, uh, an incoming email more than a social media post. There's just this um, desensitization that has happened in our minds with social media, whereas email is far more intimate. And and I can tell you that when I see a social media post, I kind of just think, okay, that's cool. Whereas when an artist that I follow, even an artist that I haven't really paid attention to in 10 or 15 years, emails me, there's just something interesting about that. And same thing with brands. I just, I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And I, I often check it out, if only to read the subject line. The number two reason why email is really important is it's permanently yours. Uh, Email has outlived MySpace. It's pretty much outliving Facebook at this point. 
Um, and whatever the next thing is now, or whatever the next thing is going to be later, email is going to outlive that as well. I mean, it's a prediction, but it's doing pretty well so far. And this is what to me is, is really incredible. Do you remember, I've talked about this before, but when we started my label about 11 years ago, Facebook had just gotten off the ground. It was, uh, 2010 and, um, a lot of like college age people, it hadn't been overrun by grandmothers yet, but it was uh, a, a great place to promote your artist or your label or your company. In fact, what you could do is you would have people like your artist page. And then as soon as you posted something on that artist page, like, hey, come to our show or check out our new single, everybody who liked that page would see it in their newsfeed. And it was like getting, you know, it was like getting a direct ad for free for so long. Well, it was incredible, but Facebook, obviously, you know the end of the story. They became wise to it. And now if I do that and you have hundreds, if you have not hundreds, but if you have thousands of followers, you might that ad might only be seen or that post might only be seen by like 25, 50 people, like less than 10%, unless you what? Boost it, unless you pay. And the tr the same is becoming true on Instagram as the as the um, the sequencing of the feed has changed. And so many of those platforms exist um, to make money. So they are changing uh, how you get to interact with your audience. The other thing is that even if something is working well for you, as Facebook was for us back in the day, it's not always going to be true as platforms bring on new features or as they just become not popular anymore. I mean, how valuable is your friends list on on MySpace? It's not very valuable, right? If you had followers on pure volume or I can't, can't go back any further, I'm not even sure any other platforms that, that come to mind now. Um, but the thing with email is it's permanently yours. Of course, if you export it and save it as a spreadsheet, you can have an email list that you're slowly building over 10 to 20 years, uh, and it's always yours. If You might flip around from email promoting platforms, but email is so important because no matter what changes, you own that list. And number three is it's algorithm-free, it, and it's organic. That's what I really like about it. There are so many positives to it. So when you send an email, sometimes it goes to spam. In fact, I don't know if you're like me, I have a, a hotmail address that I use just for spam. And it's where I give to any companies who ask for an email, or if I sign up for something, I always use this particular email. Lots of people do this. The funny thing is, is I check it just as frequently as I check my other emails. So I don't really know why I have the two emails because literally I check it and the junk mail folder of it like three or four times a day. And the stuff that comes in there are brands that I've bought things from, brands that I've signed up for, organizations that I support, um, and artists, artists that um, and labels that I've ordered from in the past, artists that I've gone to their shows, uh, or I've bought a record, um, or I've you know had some sort of interaction with them. What's incredible to me, and this is what makes it um, you know algorithm free and it makes it organic and and normal, is that even just seeing a subject line from a, of an artist that I like is comforting. It's like Oh, I'm glad they're still making music. Uh, maybe I'm not into that genre anymore, uh, or maybe I'm too busy right now, but you see an email come in and it's just nice to know that they're still going. And think of how hard it would be for an artist that you followed on MySpace or you followed uh, in the early Facebook days and maybe 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, and now they're getting back together and they're going back on tour or they're releasing a new album. It might be hard for them to reach you as a fan. Whereas if you're on their email list and you've been there and they've been inactive for 10 or 15 years, this literally happened to me. Somebody, a band that I had their album 15 years ago, absolutely loved this band, totally forgot about them because they just disbanded. 
they come back now with a new album and the single appears in my inbox. And I just thought that was such an incredible way to kind of circumvent all of the weird algorithms that are going around and, and the platforms who try to charge artists to reach their audience. Um, those are the three things that I really love about email. Um, it, it's a it's an intimate connection with your audience. And just think about how you interact with email versus how you interact with social media. It's permanently yours. Export it and build on it over the years. And it's algorithm free. It's completely natural and organic. I, I really love that about email. Um, I hope you found this helpful. We are going to dive in more about email. Um, we have some practical steps on how to effectively manage and build and, and, and create a mailing list on our marketing course. Um, but we're going to dive into this a lot more later on. I'm not going to give you too many steps today about uh, what to do when you have these emails. Uh, I don't have time for that uh, in this episode, but I really just wanted to take a second to explain to you email is powerful. Um, we had this thing with, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I don't have a consistent schedule right now with my label because I've, I've moved our, my list over to the podcast list at the moment. But a couple of years ago with my label, we had a, a, an email list that was just under a thousand and, and on MailChimp, it's kind of cool because anything under a thousand at the time of recording this or, or at the time when I was using it, you could, you could use MailChimp for free if you had under a thousand for, for managing your mailing list and, and so people can unsubscribe and sending newsletters. And I would do these sporadic emails to our, our mailing list, to our whole label. And I would send off a, a, an email and without fail, and, and this would happen, I would maybe monthly, maybe every other month, just whenever I got around to it, without fail, I'd get one order, just at least one order, sometimes more, where somebody would come to the band camp, maybe not even buy the, the product that I was uh, advertising, but they just think about us and go, oh yeah, I remember that label. And they would go to our, our shop and see what's new and pick up something or pick up something that was really old um, that they ha hadn't got a chance to get. And so early on, I realized there's something really powerful and, and exciting about email, even though it's not an exciting topic. Um, and so just make sure before, you know, in, in, before you have a strategy or before you have a plan, look for ways to collect emails. Don't devalue or undervalue or underestimate emails and email marketing. Um, pick up a couple books. I'll have some recommendations later on. Like I said, we're going to dive into this much further. I think it's cool to start a list for your label, but I also, th also think it's really cool to start a list for each individual artist. They're, they're smaller lists, but they're much more targeted and will be more effective. We'll go into that a lot more later on. Go to otherrecordlabels.com to get all of our resources for independent record labels, including some stuff on email marketing and, and tons of stuff on marketing. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>